Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. It's the week of Passover! And I'm with my lovely, handsome host in the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker! Thank you, thank you. Lovely. Ooh, I love that. Lovely. You are happy to be here. How are you? Ah, Baruch Hashem. Hey, Matt, did you have a good Shabbat Hagadol? Shabbat Hagadol. I will tell you, I had an amazing Shabbat Hagadol, and I actually learned new stuff about Shabbat Hagadol, which I did not know before. Like that whole that whole sheep thing being an Egyptian deity had oh, no idea. Oh, come on, man. That's Judaism 101. <laughs> I was a Hebrew school truant. What can I tell you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Shabbat Haggadol, where the Jews took the God of our enemies and tied it up, roasted it, and ate it right in front of them. What chutzpah, what defiance if Israel can only go back to that mindset, our problems would be solved. Shabbat Hagadol. <laughs> it was really a heck of a story, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. We chapped it up and ate it all up in front of them. Right, right. After first smearing his blood on the doorway. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Anyway. well, So, yeah, everything. I got to tell you, I love Pesach in Israel. It has a whole new meaning for me. I got to tell you, always love the holiday, but having made Aliyah and moved to Israel, I feel like, you know, Every year, I've been redeemed. I've been brought home. Waiting for you, brother. Yeah. Well, I'll be there at the end of October and November. <laughs> I'm going to work the land in Judea. I'm going to plant some trees. I told you, and I'm, I'm, I'm bringing a couple of folding chairs and <laughs> a little and coffee beers. burner. I'll make it. Nah, nah, because i got to drive home. Nah, make a coffee. I'll sit there and watch you work. It'll be awesome. I can't okay, wait. Okay, cool. Well, we do have a great show. It's going to be our Passover show. So we got a lot of Passover stuff. I got a great story uh, about some crazy, stupid, insane Haggadahs from the liberals. That'll be a fun story. And uh, oh, and also the the only uh, the lost rabbi who needs to make an exodus. <laughs> hmm. I can't wait to hear that one. Tell you, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stick around, folks, for our Passover edition. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom, I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, 
Thanks for joining us. Matt Zucker here, my my partner on the other side of the screen, Stephen Miller. Hello, shalom, everybody. Happy Passach. It's the Passover edition on Lighten Up. Passover, Passover. Now fussy hands. Ah. Do you remember, speaking of fussy hands, <laughs> speaking of fussy hands, do you uh, remember fussy, when you were kids? Not- Fossy, not fussy. Yeah, okay, right, you know, with the, the <laughs> twinkle fingers. The, uh, what was that? <laughs> twinkle fingers. Lamb chop. Remember the puppet lamb chop? Yes, I do. The dirty okay. sock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, I think I was reading somewhere that the Sherry Lewis, I think was her name, she was Jewish, and the lamb chop was like a, like a Passover thing. <laughs> I thought... That's so funny. You're making a, a hand puppet in a kid's show out of something that you're going to, like, kill and eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, anyway, me. anyway, so what's going on? Oh, well, Matt, so for Passover, let me – now, this weekend – now, I don't know if it was – if obviously it probably wasn't on in Israel, but in America, every year they, they, they put on Charlton Heston's The Ten Commandments, and let me tell you something. It was on this weekend – Right, the week before Pesach, Passover. That movie stinks. I didn't even bother watch it. I, I don't believe. Stop. No. Stop. No. Stop. I, I I'm gonna put my fingers in my ear and go. Nah, 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 nah. How? What is wrong with that movie? Because let me tell you, it's let me tell you something, Matt. I watched the real Ten Commandments. I did. You know what I did this weekend for you and for our producer? I spent what? six hours, six hours watching movies for show research. Six hours. Do you know what that does to someone's brain watching six hours of Bible movies? Okay. So what movies? I know. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you. Okay, and because I know you watch the Bible movies. Yeah, well, so I would, and I will tell you, you inspired me because you know what? There's nothing to watch if I don't want to. Sometimes I try to follow the news in Hebrew, but that gets frustrating. Uh, Netflix stinks. It's the same old garbage. Can't stand any of it. And I was like, you know what? Bible movies, YouTube. It's awesome. Yeah. So I found the real Moses movie, okay? It's called Moses from 1995. Guess who plays Moses? Richard Pryor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I would totally watch that. There's a movie. There was a movie, Holy (laughs) Moses. Holy Moses and Richard Pryor, I think, played Moses. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Pot that feed. Beep, beep, beep. Who played Moses? Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, yes, the, the the guy who played Gandhi. <laughs> I don't, I don't see it, man. Oh no, 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 no! It was, it was great. I mean, it was a three-hour epic film, uh, and it was good, man. I mean, of course. Now, look, you're talking about Moses, so you can't really, you know, go through every single part of the five books of Moses. But it, it was really good. I highly, highly recommend it. I mean, they touched on everything. Um, it was really good. Okay, I give it four out of five matzas. <laughs> it was really good. It beats Charlton Heston's movie. That's for sure. This was the. I real- have to tell you. You know what? You know what? I'm going to write this down because I'm going to watch it. That, and I will tell you in a couple of weeks because we're. By the way, everyone, we're not here next week because of the Passover holiday. But, oh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to watch that, and it's just called Moses. Okay. It's called Moses. And okay. Now here's another thing I watched. Then I watched the movie Joseph. Okay. Now same same year, 1995, on YouTube, and guess who played Potiphar? Uh, ben Kingsley. Yes. 
<laughs> I was thinking because he looks like an Egyptian, but look, you know, with the bald head and the, you know, yes, you know, he olive he, skin. Yeah, he played Potiphar, the gay jailer of Joseph. <laughs> it, he was really good, and guess who played? And so, the gay jailer was he happy? Potiphar was gay. The the, the sages talk about really? it. You look in the oh. Gemara; they talk about it. That's why he wanted Joseph because he was so cute. But anyway, um, and guess who played Potiphar's wife? Uh, uh, I'll just tell know. you. Go ahead, Les- Leslie Ann Warren. Okay, I never would have guessed that, but I know who she is. All right, so it's called Joseph, you, Moses and Joseph, huh? <laughs> Moses and Joseph, both with Ben Kingsley. This guy gets all in all the Jewish films. And House Schindler's List. list. Schindler's <laughs> List. Oh, God. Do we have 15 seconds left? Are we leaving? Oh, no. my God. What are you talking about? No, it's the producer. She's just saying that she thinks that uh, he was a eunuch. Uh, um, Potiphar or Ben Kingsley? That's what I want to know. <laughs> she, who is she talking about? Wait, Mac. Mac, yes. so listen. So, so the movie takes place once Joseph is captured. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, what? The, the movie takes place, it starts when Joseph is being bought by Potiphar, but then it goes flashbacks to a time when he was with uh, Jacob and his brother. So it tells the whole story, and it's really good. And guess who plays Father Jacob? Oh, God. I don't know. Who? Martin Landau. Hmm. He was good. It was. A I can listen. I can see that. It was very good. Four out of five matzas. All right. Well, listen. I watched the Bible movie since our last show. I told yeah. you because you inspired me. Um, and and yes, it was YouTube. Producer says we need to mention the platform we watch on because you're not going to find. You are not finding a Bible movie on Netflix. Anyway, so we I go to YouTube and you search whatever you want to search. It's pretty awesome. So I watched a movie about the prophet Jeremiah. I, yes. And you know yes. what it was called? What? The movie? Yeah. Jeremiah? Yeah. Very good. It was called Jeremiah. <laughs> anyway. uh, and tell the – I didn't see it, but I did see it when I was searching for my own movies. Tell the people who plays Jeremiah. Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> That's right. The doctor from uh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, it was actually a pretty – pretty good movie in terms of like acting scenery um sticking to the original storyline you know and it is like i don't want to ruin it for you because i know you haven't read the story yet it's a great story i mean yes. I, I mean i haven't read it and that's why i didn't watch it see uh, uh, king david i'm almost done the book of samuel i'm obviously i read the the torah every all the time so I'm familiar with Jacob and Joseph, but so, uh, yeah. And same thing with those movies. They stick to the story. It's really good that production value wasn't like big, huge production value. Like it literally, everything was really good. The the filmmaking, the cinematography, the way they, they the, the places that they lived. And uh, it really like if you, when you go to Israel and you see all the old Canaanite towns or cities, it they, that's, it's literally like. It, it, it just it doesn't look like a movie set. It looks like the real deal. It, it's very good. Everyone should watch it. Joseph, Moses, Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah. And it, with Jeremiah is it's the story of the destruction of the first temple. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's I mean, it's a great story. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch. It. I have to tell you, you know, when I was a kid, it was like, you know, I'll tell you one of the funny things is like when God first reveals himself to Jeremiah, he, you know, like like many prophets, he tries running away. Right. Correct. I, when I was a kid, 
was the last thing I, I used to think about that. You know, you learn about these Bible stories before I was old enough to cut Hebrew school. You know, when I was a little kid, you'd, you'd hear them. I was like, the last thing I would ever want would be to hear God talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think Hashem would say to you, Matt? <laughs> uh, better button up, pal. <laughs> Oh, and, and in Moses, uh, the burning bush scene, they have God's voice. They stuck to the script. I mean, literally, they're going back and forth from the Tanakh. It's great. It's great. Back and forth. It sounds like a um, Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> they're talking to each other. Moses, he didn't want to, he didn't want to take the job either, you know? And right. he was stuttering and scared, and it, it was great. Everyone should watch it. Ay. All right, well, listen, so I have to share a really funny experience with you for from this past shabbat so is it you know spring weather absolutely gorgeous so barbara and i go out for a beautiful walk in the afternoon and we're going we actually live across the street from a spectacular park and so we live in in a mixed neighborhood there's a bunch of you know different communities and there's a apparently an ethiopian community here and so i'm walking through the park and walking towards me is a group of ethiopian jews in their suits and uh, talisim and they're giving their prayer shawls and their kibas. They're obviously coming back from shul, going home for lunch or whatever. And everybody says, yeah, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. You keep walking. And we walk past the basketball court full all, <laughs> filled with all the white kids <laughs> shooting hoops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is like, it's like in Philly. <laughs> In Philly, you know, like, could you imagine the black kids coming home from shul with their with their uh, prayer shawls and and books in their hand, and 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 the white kids were shooting hoops? It was like, where are we? <laughs> Wait, did the black Ethiopians? Did they stop in the corner and say, "Yeah, I got next, man"? No, dude. <laughs> no. No, not at all. So not the black all. Jews, that... the black Jews were in shul, and the white Jews were playing basketball. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> That's terrible. Come on, should, man. It's Shabbat Hagadol. They should be in shul, the white Jews. And the white boys were shooting hoops, and the, and the black dudes were in shul. It was, like, awesome. I was like, I love Israel. <laughs> Did they, they should have went up to them and said, excuse me, uh, hold my talus while I slam dunk you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, uh, what was the, um, you, know, you know, Airplane, um, the movie Airplane? And, <laughs> yes, yes. The guy, where the guy said, goes to do uh, the Peace Corps at some island someplace and he goes to show the 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 natives how to play basketball and he's yes. a total he's a total brick he's not shooting one thing and they're all the natives are black and he hands them the ball and they're running layups and slamming <laughs> they're like the harlem gold trotters <laughs> exactly you probably couldn't make that movie now someone would say that's racist right right and then he was like they seem to pick up this game quickly <laughs> Oh, uh, one of the funniest movies. Oh, my God. The Zucker Brothers. No yeah. relation. I wish. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to do some Passover stories. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 
This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany is but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel, Phantom Nation, every Monday. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to the Passover edition here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio, where uh, Matt and I are actually underwater. Our producer thinks it's funny to put our faces underwater. So now we're actually, I'm above you on top of some coral reef, Matt. You're below me. I don't I know. Like I just being, want to share. I, I like I like being underwater. It's okay. It's bloop, peaceful. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, let's first take a uh, quick brief moment to uh, say hello to our listeners, Matt. We have, uh, of course, as always, the United States of China, Israel, Canada, Brazil, India, and South Africa are listening. That's it. You know who should be listening right now? Egypt, Burb. <laughs> this do you is know, listen. Do you know what is? Listen. Here's something that might might surprise you. During um, Pesach, during the week of Passover, and it's like a holiday here. They call Hamoed. They call it. It's like it's you have like the entire week off. The Sinai Peninsula down in Egypt is a prime tourist destination for many young Israelis and hipsters, and it never ceases to amuse me that during the time of year when we celebrate our removal from Egypt, yeah. all the young dudes like the. Pack up and go down, sit on the beach in Egypt. It's like, wait a minute. Well, Egypt should be listening to Lighten Up right now because this week's about you, babe. Where's Egypt? Did, do we broadcast over there, Miss Producer? It's probably blocked. <laughs> I can't believe that's it. Usually we have there's no Ukraine or Russia. <laughs> I guess the uh, lines got cut. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Matt. So let's talk about our first our first insane Passover story. Of course, leave it to the liberal Jews to take a holy, holy day about freedom and about so much and turn it into about climate change. Because Lord knows that has everything to do with Passover. Listen to this, Matt. Uh, I'm all big, ears. Big ba- okay, big banks, stop funding fossil fuels, Passover action. So here's a group of a bunch of leftist liberal Jews out in, uh, I think it's uh, Denver. It says, during the weeks around Passover, Jews and allies around the country will gather outside the branches and offices of the banks and asset managers that exasperate the climate crisis by investing their money in fossil fuel pharaohs, oil, gas, and coal companies. (laughs) They call it fossil fuel pharaohs. Okay, it gets worse. They think they're being funny and cute, but they're pathetic. It says, oh, we will publicly proclaim today's fossil-fueled plagues and lift <laughs> up matzah as a symbol of urgency, calling on these financial institutions to move their dough. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So the big rally is Tuesday, April 19th from 12 to 1. We're at Wells Fargo. Um, all are welcome. The action is sponsored by the Colorado Jewish Climate Action, Colorado Jews for Justice, and Dayenu. <laughs> Dayenu! Oh, my God. I mean, and check this out. And so as you go down, 
the article here because they're trying to get Jews to show up. <laughs> it says here, feeling climate anxiety and looking for ways to draw on mental health practices and shared connections to keep moving forward. Ba basically, you can go listen to a doctor to help you deal with climate change if you have if you have mental health during climate change and facilitators. This is what so basically happens. this is what happens when you give people trophies for showing up. OK, they grow up to do this. <laughs> it, it's too cold outside. I need to see a shrink. Oh, God. The weather is making me mental. <laughs> you know, we are commanded to love our fellow Jews. And I try. But they still embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these people are taking they're 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 taking everything from Passover and making horrible puns. Oh, it's terrible. No, I know it's lighting up. I know it's lighting up. But if I could just be serious for one moment, I wish these dear brothers and sisters of ours would give half as much uh, concern for what's happening to Jews in the real world every day. Yes. <laughs> Here in I Israel, agree. in New York and stuff like that. I, you know, I, I was like, man, there is no outrage. There is, there, you know, outside of like some hardcore Zionist brothers like you and, you know, Steve Feldman and, you know, stuff like that. And there's nothing going on. I mean, I mean, all the people who've been killed in Israel in the last few weeks, uh, last night they lit Joseph's tomb on fire in I know. Shechem. And I right. Know. And these Jews want to protest climate change. I would like to show up there and burn styrofoam for them. <laughs> <laughs> burn styrofoam. But I love them. But I love them. <laughs> we love their neshamas. We don't love their actions. Uh, I, I, I know. It, it, I, it just, yeah, it's a comedy show. and But, you know, oh, that's right. why I said we need to get back to the mindset of Shabbat Hagadol, baby. Take the, the gods of our enemies and cook them and eat them right in front of them. That's so listen, the, that's got to be the Israel's mindset. Stop it, Israel. You got to just, ugh. I don't know. I'm freaking out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, Matt, you froze underwater. <laughs> are you frozen underwater? He's going to drown. <laughs> oh, there you are. You're moving. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, you Matt? were frozen too. Yeah, I kept talking because I didn't know who was who was gone until I saw my internet signal had disappeared. What can I tell you, man? It's Israel. I'm sorry. Uh, here we go again. Uh, what yeah, were you gonna say? Go ahead. Uh, what I were you gonna say? Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see when we listen back to the show what exactly got recorded. I listen, man. I am. I my memory is so bad. You, you know, I'm classic. You walk into a room and you go, "What did I come in here for?" Exactly. Listen. Fine. I have another story for you. Here's another. Go. Here's another thing. Ready? Passover theme. Seven new Haggadahs to brighten up your 2022 Passover Seder. More from leftist Jews. <laughs> so basically, here are seven different types of uh, Haggadahs that are being put out by artists, authors, rabbis, and even comedians. <laughs> um, so if you're interested... Um, in, uh, let's see, ah, for those looking to engage in the contemporary global exodus, uh, nearly 150-year-old global Jewish refugee aid organization is busy these days. More people are displaced around the world than, than any time in recorded history. So basically, you can download a 2022 Haggadah, which includes first-person stories from refugees and updated facts and figures about modern crises. Topics like, listen to this, this will be in your Haggadah. Topics like violence, poverty, and here, you're going to love this, Matt, 
Food insecurity. What? What is food insecurity? <laughs> Can someone help me with that? I think it's supposed to mean you're not really sure where your next meal is coming from. <laughs> Matt, you never said it more. These Jews are embarrassing. <laughs> but I love them. But I love them. Come on, man. <laughs> not, not me. Food insecurity? <laughs> and then it says here, it says that you can ask uh, and says so there is also a new insert for children that asks them to put objects on the Seder plate representing their own family's migration stories. Aw. And then here's one. Uh, here's a uh, uh, Haggadah. If you're a big fan of the Larry David show and curb your enthusiasm, <laughs> apparently a writer from Seinfeld put out his own Haggadah. It's called the Curb Your Enthusiasm Haggadah. Now, I know comedy, and this this is not funny. This is so stupid. So basically it has like a whole – you know, they curse a lot in the show, Larry David. So they have a whole dialogue going back between David, uh, Larry David and his manager all re- regarding uh, chametz. So it says, uh, Larry David, uh, Jeff, are you chametzing seriously with this chametz? Jeff Green, yes, I am, and we are. And could you please stop using the bad language? What bad language? Chametz? I can't say chametz anymore. You're not saying chametzing chametz anymore. <laughs> At least That's not stupid. For, yeah, right. Is that fun? This is what's being put out. This is the curb your enthusiasm Haggadah, <laughs> and then they have a Shakespeare Haggadah. Uh, for all you English majors, you can have the uh, the actual the Haggadah. Uh, in the Hebrew, you can have the Haggadah, so you can read it like this. So it readeth right, which sounds like it should be besteth the opposite, but it not be confusing. Myest thinketh, thouest we you know, shall I, exit the deserteth. <laughs> I, you know, and I meant to do it, and I didn't. But um, I, I was listening to Tamar Yona interview, um, I guess last month, Dennis Prager. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's yes, a yes, of course. Show. Yeah, right. And he has an author written tons of stuff. He just put out a um, a Haggadah. Now yes, his, I would, one. I would, yeah, oh, yes. he has one. He just put out because he likes the Bible. But here's one. Here's another Haggadah put out from feminists, where they basically, it's all the men's fault. Moses, if it weren't for him, he's a man who led us in the desert for forty years. The women are the ones who redeemed. If he had stopped and asked for directions, we would have been out of there in two. Yeah, that's right. So they have a feminist Haggadah, which basically bashes men. And then there's a New York. There's a New York Haggadah. And it's called Don't Fagahadah About It. <laughs> you know, forget about it, but it's yeah, 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 Haggadah it. About It. And it gives examples. What of, a stretch. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's like, hey, yo, you, you, you trying to get out of the Egypt? Come. Hey. Come with me. You was talking to me? You was talking to me trying to get out of Egypt? Hey, Jews, come follow me for 40 years. We'll get you there. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Listen, man, I have, I have to tell you, you know, I with all the love the Bible stories, I read the Torah every week, and I started in with the um, Book of Prophets. I thought, man, if we had, you know, if – Think of this world. If we had a more Torah-centric government here in Israel, and I'm not talking about theocracy. I'm talking about just like the Torah, the book of laws, right? Our enemies would fear us. That's right. <laughs> well, wait, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that when you get back because I think we only have about 15 seconds left because there also there's a Haggadah. There's a Haggadah for addicts, too, in the four cups of wine, so I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> a gutter for addicts with the four cups of wine, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be right back. 
Stay tuned. I want to hear all about that. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. The news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our final Passover segment. This is the final night of the Seder here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. It's the fourth cup of wine, man. It's the fourth cup of wine, man. Oh, so anyway, it's just to finish up. So, yeah, all these different Haggadahs, and they have one for addicts, too, which uh, focuses on the four cups of wine. But it's not wine. It's like grape juice, babe. Anyway, it's all dumb. Just read the real Haggadahs. You don't need to invent new things about Passover or put in social justice BS. It, it angers me, Matt. I know. What can I say? But you got to love them. You got to love them. Stop They're saying misguided. The, the, more, the more you say that, the more I hate them. Like, you know, that's actually kind of like an inside joke in my house because I really seriously in the last, I guess, year, year and a half, I really am trying to embrace that love, love your neighbor as yourself. And it is so difficult. And I would catch myself and, you know, most of it had a lot, whatever, not important why, but I would be like going on with something would set me off about someone go up one side of him down the other verbally. And then I would go, but I love him. Listen, Matt. Makes so, it okay. Uh, Makes it okay. Real quickly, Matt. So uh, your first Passover in the Holy Land. So where, where are you guys having your Seder? My second Passover, but who's counting? Oh, last year you were there? Yeah, but last year's last year was like COVID yeah. stuff. So it was, like, it was really kind of it was really kind of lame. But I will. But no, we're going to um, we're going to good friends of ours. There's gonna be like 30 people there. Ooh. Gonna be totally awesome. Ooh. Um, I once had one, I once had 45 at my house, but. Anyway, um, it's, it's too many Jews. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to good friends of ours. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, really looking forward to it. And like I said, Passover, once I made Aliyah, it, it became a whole new holiday for me. That's right. You know, you part of you the 20 percent, man. I have freed myself. By you making Aliyah, it's like you've you've fulfilled all 613 mitzvot. That's what it says in the Talmud. So kol chakavod. Out and me, da, and, me I'm, and, I, and I'm going straight down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it might be more fun. No. Uh, <laughs> I, will be, I will be celebrating uh, Passover both nights because in the diaspora we celebrate two nights. And in Israel they only celebrate one night. Um, but uh, I will be going to having Seder with my rabbi. Oh, nice. nice. Yes, that's nice. Um, yeah, unfortunately, my older son was supposed to be here for uh, Pesach because he's making Aliyah as well. And we were hoping to have our family all together. But, you know, the FBI lost his fingerprints. <laughs> so 
I'm dead serious. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, and I think they mess with people because That's funny. When, when, when my wife and I were making all you have to, one of the things that you have to get a background check from the FBI to, you know, because if you got a criminal record, they don't want right. you, even right. if you're Jewish. And right. uh, so they lost my fingerprints. And we resubmitted them. I'm like, you know, we thought maybe it was, you know, everything was locked down because of COVID, skeletons, you know, uh, staff. They lost my kids. Uh, too. He had to resubmit his fingerprints, and now it's like we don't you know. know. It, it doesn't surprise me because they they couldn't find uh, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. So why should they find your son's fingerprints? <laughs> <laughs> Hi-o! Oh, so anyway, other than not having my son here, we're really looking forward to it. And I got to tell you, it's like I said, moving to Israel, it, it's a whole new holiday for me. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm very happy for you. Um, oh, thank you. Not really. I'm just saying that. I, I said, I got to tell you, here's a good story. <laughs> just kidding. For you. So we, you know, my wife and I finally bought a grill. We've been here, living here way too long without one. And we wanted to get one for Pesach because it makes life so much easier. You know, outside, you fire up the grill. It's, you know, um, and so we buy this nice grill and, you know, I can have someone assemble it for like 300, 350 shekels. I'm now I can do it myself. Don't worry. I'm like, oh, I hope the instructions are in English. What did I do? Maybe I should have gotten it. So I come here, and the whole thing is in pictures. And like, <laughs> That's good. And it clearly made in China because all the Chinese writing. So it's done with pictures. Oh, yeah, but the pictures didn't match the parts in my box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they, they're messing with you. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, these Chinese rat finks are sitting there laughing their behinds off going, ha ha, around, I think he put grill together. <laughs> I, I teach him. <laughs> oh, happy Passover, round eye. <laughs> I was like, the pictures didn't even match the parts in my box. So we did put it together eventually. Watch you light oh. it and it'll blow up. <laughs> <laughs> happy Passover. Hi. Well, here. Here's a, here's a good story for you. So uh, here's the title. It says, Rabbi supplies Jewish community with matzah from the Ukraine. And guess where this rabbi is out of? Russia. No. Oh. <laughs> Sioux Falls, South Dakota. His name is Rabbi, uh, what's his name? Oh, Rabbi Mendel Alperitz. He's the only rabbi in all of South Dakota. Mendel is Chabad, right? Oh, yeah, of course. He's Chabad. He goes, Rabbi Mendel, who takes personal responsibility for making sure each Jewish household has matzah for the Passover. Um, it says uh, – All three of them. Yeah. yeah he goes <laughs> – it says with a large oh, – he goes, I, he's the only rabbi in the whole state. Meanwhile, I don't even – if you're getting – sent as a shliach and he gets picked to south there dakota that is like the worst gig for a chabad rabbi meanwhile there are no jews in south south dakota maybe there's one you know what he needs to do he needs to him and the one jew or two jews need to make an exodus to at least crown heights new york listen <laughs> i was in jackson hole wyoming i don't know how many years ago Pff, my lord had to be psh, i don't know 10 15 years ago out there for a family vacation and uh, in a shop in town, and I know that accent. And the guy turns around; he's wearing a kippah. I'm like, "Is this?" I said, to him, "You Israeli?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, oh, "He was with Chabad." Ah, uh, and I was like, 
Chabad in Wyoming. Are you kidding me? He's like, no. I'm like, do you guys ever get a minion? He goes, it's tough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, see, you know why he had to get matzah from the Ukraine? It says, although matzah is a large part of the celebration, it is not available anywhere in South Dakota to purchase, says Rabbi Mendel. So he orders it. He couldn't order it from New York. He's got to order it from the Ukraine. I don't get it. But anyway, well, you know, it's probably, in the whole state. it's probably Shmura matzah. And I think I yes. don't think any of the Shmura matzah is made in America, is it? I'm buying Shmura matzah. I got to get yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. It's I got to get it from my rabbi. It's the best, right? I used to get it from Shia at Chabad in Fort Washington. I, I It's the best. But I don't think it's made in America. I don't I don't know because I know the Shmura matzah business is big here in Israel. Well, here, speaking of matzah in Israel, did you hear about the the largest matzah made in Israel? No. Israeli President Isaac Herzog and the First Lady on Sunday welcomed representatives of the factory that produced the biggest matzah in Israel. The record-breaking matzah is six meters long, <laughs> 106 centimeters wide, four millimeters thick, and weighs approximately six kilograms. It will bind you up for a month. <laughs> a month that's going to be bind you up for a year oh my god why why are they doing this why make that is an they have a picture of it it's enormous it's it go, it says here the matzah um with more than one hundred nineteen thousand per, per, uh, perforations was made with seven kilograms of flour three liters of water and it took 20 workers and three hours to bake <laughs> what's the point though why the guinness book I, I don't. It doesn't say. It just says I, in, in the, I want to wish the people of Israel a wonderful Seder night, matzah eating, and a kosher happy Passover with the largest matzah in the world. I, I don't understand the point of that. <clears throat> well, you got to look it up. They have a picture of it. it it's 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 enormous. <laughs> makes a lot of Hillel sandwiches. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, so listen, we're running out of time, and I mean, this isn't quite Passover, but I had to share it with you because there's sort Good. of like a hometown connection for you in Philly. Okay, right? go ahead. I read an article in an Israel paper that the chair a Texas rabbi threw at his captor is headed to the American Jewish Museum, <laughs> which is in Philadelphia. And so you never knew this, that. And there's a picture. Right. Well, that's because no one goes to the museum. Um, <laughs> and so now that they now I'm looking at this picture of this chair and a mug. I'm like this mug. And you read the article and it's. A mug that uh, the rabbi made a cup of tea for the attacker when he came into the synagogue, probably <laughs> trying to calm his nerves, and then eventually threw the chair at the guy to help uh, facilitate his escape. So the mug and the chair are going to the uh, American Jewish Museum in Philadelphia. Are you kidding me? This is what they're doing. This is this is this is on the lines of making up their own haggadahs and 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 the rally for climate change. They're sending a chair that a Jew threw at a terrorist and in, in putting in the museum and a coffee mug that he served him tea with before he tried to murder him. I'd rather I'd rather the museum display the shell casings <laughs> exactly. of the rabbi that dropped the POS. If you know what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so I thought I thought you would like this story. I kind of scratched my head and I go, "Really? This is what you're putting in the in the museum?" Oh my god! But then think about the possibilities. You can in the gift shop, you can buy duplicate mugs and take a one home yourself. Make, <laughs> make a cup of tea for anybody who comes over. What about duplicate chairs? <laughs> right? Oh my god! 
Here's the chair that the rabbi threw at the terrorist, everybody. Would you like to sit in it? You know what the problem is? The reason why I've never known about this, 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 this museum in Philadelphia is because, A, I've never been there, and now I can never go see that dumb chair because Philly is too dangerous to drive in. <laughs> There's too much crime. I'll get carjacked, and being a Jew, I'll probably get murdered, and I won't have a chair on me. Uh, yeah, life in the oh. United States. I don't really uh. miss that aspect. Uh, oh, my God, 30 <laughs> seconds. 30 seconds. That's what, uh, we're, Steven, that's, Steven, that's what Steven, we're ending on. Have the most amazing Passover possible. Pesach Sameach to you, to all of our listeners. Have a wonderful, uh, to our Gentiles, happy Easter, because I know that's coming. And we'll catch you guys in two weeks right here on Lighten Up, Israel News Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Happy Passover, everybody. I love you. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.